We're here. Melroseans the world over. I'm Tom Catalini. I'm Sam Hammer. And I'm Tom Shampoo. And this is Let's Talk Melrose Melrose, a show where Melroseans talk to Melroseans about Melrose. And some of the Melroseans are on the move, right, Sam? Where, where are you off to right now? Yeah. As soon as the show started, I needed yeah, to get I don't some like where Mel- I am. Some of Melrose's finest. It looks a little cloudy, but it's totally wow. <laughs> Better check on that uh, water main break I need, repair. <laughs> gonna, I need a glass of cloudy water quick. Oh my gosh. Whenever I go to somebody's house, they're like, oh, would you like a bottle of water? Would you like a Perrier? When I, I'm like, I want Melrose's finest. You can't, that's you right. can't get this on the open market. That's air, I believe. Air that, bubbles are in there. It's a, a little air. That's uh, pumped in from the quabbin. Yes. Yes, it is. Good they discontinued. They discontinued four other towns so that we might drink clearer water. <laughs> Did they really? Yes. They, Oh yeah, they discontinued in Central Mass four towns just, back in the day. No more water the oh, reservoir. You, no, not no, Tom. You'd be fascinated by this. You should look Me, it up. Tom Shampoo. Uh, yes. Yeah, tell me the story. Well, this is what we're here for. Whoa, 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 whoa! I, I'm not prepared for knowing something that you don't know. Like I'm not at all prepared <laughs> for that. <laughs> What's going on? Um, yeah, I, I hadn't heard this story. So, yeah, I I'll, was. I'll I, I, so I. Many years ago, I wrote a book on cycling in Massachusetts and went out to Central Mass and did a tour of the Quabbin Reservoir. So there's like a hundred mile loop around the Quabbin Reservoir through all those towns. And as I was researching it, I found out they actually discontinued four towns in order to form that reservoir. So there were towns there. So down below somewhere, there's like a little fire station and police headquarters and houses and stuff. And they just, it's now just under deep, deep water. So yep. that you can drink. Link. Here's a link to an article called The Lost Towns Up of the Quabbin Reservoir. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. We knew something you didn't know. That's all right. We should just close the show yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs> See you next time. Uh, how was the weekend for everybody? I was out of the zip code this weekend, uh, antiquing, hiking out in the Berkshires. How was everybody else's weekend? Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, we were around, I did go also out of the zip code, but to Peabody, um, and this was my, my antique find. It's nice. an ice bucket. Penguins? Yeah. How yeah, cute penguins. is that? That's pretty cute. Nice. Yeah. And you said you went nice. to see Newsies or was that last weekend? Oh, I saw Newsies like four times. Oh, um, that was okay. Good. Yes. Two Newsies, two Newsies this weekend. Oh, YouTube isn't working. All right. Oh, I'm on it. Keep going. All right. Yeah, we so I left the zip briefly, Tom. I uh, picked up my daughter from Salem State University. She came home for the weekend. We had a lovely time kicking around. She did some painting. She's an artist. And then we went to uh, the ICA in Boston was free on Monday, a holiday yesterday. Yes. And nice. uh, we went into town, the Seaport District. Uh, got to enjoy the uh, atmosphere at Shake Shack, which was jam-packed with... Uh, young families uh and, but it was uh, it was it was a nice day to be out in the seaport nice beautiful right before the cold came in yeah no kidding so we do have uh, some cold weather coming in i'll be the weatherman we've got 
snow, ice, rain, sleet, free, freezing rain and sleet, which are different, by the way. But freezing rain and sleet coming tomorrow night into, into Thursday morning. It should be a pretty bad night. How can and, you tell the difference? Is it like how much it hurts when it hits your face? Like, how do you know <laughs> the difference between sleet and freezing rain? Freezing rain is wet. It's rain until it hits the cold surface and it freezes on contact. And okay. sleet is already ice as it comes down. Uh, so smart. Oh, wow. See? Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway. You think, you think we're going to get snow on Thursday? Because I, I saw it rain now. I think it's going to be not cold enough for snow. I think it might snow for a little while, kind of like this morning and the overnight. Um, it's not going to last very long. I would imagine it's going to be more icy, slippery, oh. wet. So it'll be a mix. There'll be salt in the roads and that kind of thing. But I don't think we'll have like measurable snow. I, I think further north will be more snow. Yeah. But here we're like that mixed line. Um, you know what Speak. I wondered? Sorry, Tom. I just had a question about the ice, it's the salt situation. So I yes. I noticed that there's a barrel on the corner. Yes, the city near, does that. Yes. Can I get some of that? Or do yeah, I you just to... go get a shovel. And That's what it's for. Shovel it Is it down really the hill. for? I could do yeah. that. It's for the residents. That's what it's for. Well, I just I wasn't sure if it was like a station, like a like a mailbox station where you have to go and they come and get it and then they. Spend. Oh no no! I can you can go get myself? a shovel and start spreading. Oh no no no! That's for the citizens. That's for the citizens. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a service of the city. That is so that's, nice. Yeah, that's always Melrose, up there. Melrose cares about your well-being. So they're doing it for that's right. you. But it's sand, right? It's not it's salt. What? It's sand, isn't it? Uh, it? It might be sand. Uh, a mixture. Might be a mixture. What's in the barrel? I'll find out. So, I, but what I was going to say is, speaking of further north, uh, we're missing a co-host today who I think yeah. is, uh, is up further north. Uh, the only thing I've heard is, the only thing I've heard is this. Oh, <laughs> that is Jen uh, made it. She's up in Vermont. That is, of course, the world's Wait. tallest filing cabinet. Oh, okay, right. we're speaking of up north briefly. We, we we missed Jen, but speaking of up north, look at that, Linda Granfield. Hey, look at that. All right. Oh. All right. Oh, plus we have the uh, Idahoans watching. I don't know if they knew what time to, to tune in, right? It's a different uh, time zone in Idaho, right? Oh, there we Idahoans go. Or Idahoans or I don't know what they're called. Yeah. Idaho. Yeah. Hose. <laughs> the hose. And Matt Dugan also informs I, us that sand is in that blue uh, barrel. Uh, all right. We'll okay. see. That's right, an authoritative everybody. source on what's in the barrel. Check all right. Me, that's well, right. that's He's, good to know um, that I can use it. Who knew? Yeah. Hey, so this weekend, did anybody make it to the pro boxing match that was right here in Melrose? No. I was, I was Apparently, there. Memorial Hall, we missed this, Turf War 4, was Ooh. right here, presented by Granite Chin Boxing, pro boxing, right there at uh, Memorial Hall. Huh. So we have to find out next time and get down there. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a hot take on that one, Tom. Uh, my hot take, hot take for those I heard I learned from my college daughter. Hot <laughs> takes are the positions that you can have that are counter to what everybody else thinks. <laughs> like I hate the TV show The Office. Like what? No one, no one hates The Office. Anyway, my hot That's take is, true, I'm, is I'm not a fan of boxing. I'm not. I'm not uh, so anyway, that's my hot take. Did you care to elaborate? Not much. There's not, there isn't much to say. I just I'm not a fan. That's all. Yeah, I don't understand it. It's it's too fast moving for me, so it is hard to follow kind of the the strategy and the action. But uh, 
I don't know, I can appreciate the athleticism. Plus, you know, I'm a student of boxing of a sort over at the YMCA. Of course, this is <laughs> this is my favorite kind of boxing. It's opponentless <laughs> boxing. Shadow boxing, right? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm well, just trying to get some exercise over there. Well, that's they good. got a they, great, great program good. over at the Y. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting um, that uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in town. That... Yeah. Okay. Well, All right. Are we're... we are we ready for are we ready to get into the news? Okay, here we go. Ready for the news? Yeah. Oh, that nope. is definitely not being no hard. music. <laughs> that's okay. We're not what? hearing anything. No, no music. That's so weird. I heard it on this end. Okay, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll you. get the team on that. All right, great. Well, I'll just start off. Um, with if only you had 157 chances to practice that, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll kick off with some sad news. Um, I wanted to just mention um, that two of our four, they call themselves the Wyoming Warriors, our Lincoln Crossing Guards. Two of them passed away recently. Oh, no. Um, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yes. Uh, Steve Blackmore, who was in front of the Lincoln School in Wyoming, and also um, Dee Dee, Diana Ring, who was at Wyoming and Maine, um, both passed away. So that's kind of a big loss for um, all mm -hmm. the kids who kind of go through in the Lincoln family. The school um, community, yeah, so, for sure. Yep. So we have, we're going to put a message in the paper, but I have some quotes. Um, Dee Dee was always happy and she was always there for everybody, especially there for the doggies. We and the doggies of the neighborhood miss her. And that's from, from Ezra. Right. Um, and Steve made me feel safe crossing the street, always happy. And that made me happy. That was from um, another kid, the Lincoln. So hmm. our hearts go out to those families and to all the little lions who, um, um, are having a loss yeah. in our community. That's, that's too bad. Yeah. And they are, I mean, they are great people in the community from the standpoint that they're welcoming kids every day to school. Mm -hmm. I can remember a crossing guard at Lincoln when my kids were there that the, uh, the crossing guard named Lisa knew every single kid's name. And she yeah. would say hi by name every single morning to all the kids coming into school. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. So. It's pretty essential too, right? Drivers aren't necessarily super careful, even if they're parents dropping their kids off at school. So I live right behind Lincoln School and it's chaos every yeah. morning and every yeah. afternoon. And it's, yeah. you know, you see some questionable behavior by other parents who are dropping their kids off. There's a lot of tension at times. So the crossing guard role is very much uh, needed. So it's not only nice to have in terms of that relationship, it's, I think it's pretty essential to yeah. keep being, getting there well, safely. Yeah, and it's 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 pretty dangerous for them. I I got um I was with Sammy getting a haircut. It uh, fades away, and listening to them talk about their experience being right on Wyoming in the morning, um, it's pretty dangerous. Um, so everybody just slow down. I say slow and smell the smell roses. Ah, so, nice. Thank, thank you. I'm working on it. So all right. But also, um, school budget season is here. So Ooh, be prepared. <laughs> just be ready. Um, I know one person who's happy riveted. about this damn hammer. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully kidding. we'll have somebody on um, yeah, who can talk us through how the school budget works again. I think we do this every year, but it's always good for a refresh. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Good. I can say um, that we have the, uh, the Mave White Ribbon Day event is coming up. It's the sixth annual um, hosted by the Melrose Alliance Against Violence. And this is the White Ribbon Day is sort of a, 
a day, I should say first, it's March 1st, it's 1 p.m. in front of City Hall. Um, all are invited, and they said especially men, they want men to participate in this as well, come out and stand up and participate in ending violence against women. Um, and again, this is the sixth annual annual White Ribbon Day over at City Hall on, May, on, on March 1st. Um, that's great. Um, Catalina, you jumping in here on the show? Are you going to participate? Ooh. Yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> yep, can I you am. hear me? Yes. Oh, okay. Can you wait, wait? Wait. All right. No. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, uh. Are you testing things in the middle of the show to see if things? I, I am trying to fix the problem. You can't. Still can't hear. You still can't hear that. No. 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 Okay. All right. I don't know. All right. So follow your arts, Melrose, the uh, Yellow House on six forty seven Main Street. Uh, they have an opening reception on March third from six to eight p.m. Uh, there's a whole exhibit happening, including paintings, fashion, uh, and ceramics from Follow Your Art Community Studios members. Fun. That's mm -hmm. great. That's going to go from March 3rd until March 30th, that whole exhibit. Oh, good. That's that's a good amount of time. Yeah, good. yeah. yeah. Or your air horn is very, very faint, but I heard it. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear the air horn. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. So speaking of arts and culture, the Cultural Council released its grant um, recipients for this 2023 um, year. So I was gonna, it was a pretty decent list. Let me see if I can get there really quickly. Um, of, of the grantees? Yes. Um, so I think, so again, you do not have to be an organization or um, a nonprofit or anything to apply for one of these grants. Um, so we have uh, um, the Red Hawk Mass District Competition, I believe that's the, the maybe the robots receive some money. Porch Fest received money again. Mm -hmm. Student Art okay. Show at Follow Your Art received money. Um, the Greater Boston Stage Company received $1,000 to discount tickets to the theater for Melrose students and seniors. So yeah. that's great. Nice. Um, Florence League received uh, some money for a Mary Livermore uh, Kimbayash, Kimbaya, Kim Kimi Shabai. Kimi Shabai. <clears throat> Anyway, Florence, you'll have to come on and tell us. Um, hip hop chair dance for seniors uh, received some money, and so on and so on. Melrose Pride, Night at the Opera, um, wow. MLK Day lot. of Service, and Public. There's a ton in here, um, so it's really nice to see um, that um, you know the the Cultural Council is able to fund all of these things. And some of the, the it seems like small amounts of money, but it actually makes a huge difference. Uh, for some of these organizations. So thanks to the Cultural Council for doing that. So we get to enjoy all that. I'll put the link. Good. What go. if somebody wanted to mm -hmm. participate in the Cultural Council? Are there any openings? Is there any way to get involved? Well, funny you should ask, Tom Catalini. <laughs> I think we mentioned this before. There are also three, uh, currently three open board member seats. Um, if you are interested in um, submitting your letter of interest for, for one of those three seats, then you can submit to the email, melroscultural at gmail.com. Um, this is open to anyone who's interested in or has experience with serving the arts or humanities or science. And they also have a request for a couple of specialties, things like marketing communications and other areas that might help them as they evolve their board and evolve their work. That's right. They have big, big uh, shoes to fill as Jen LeClaire has stepped off of the council. Jen our own right. that, that's why about. things are not working tonight tom because jen's not here <laughs> things fall well, no apart. kidding the wheels come off the bus you know it's a mess 
Um, you know, what isn't a mess is this new senior tax deferral program. So um, thanks to our uh, legislators and mayor, um, seniors, uh, they, they were able to decrease the age from 65 to 60 um, to be able to receive the tax deferral and also increase the income from 45000 to $60,000. So um, to learn more on that, I'll send you to the oh, website. Sweet. Yep. So, so this is a tax deferral program, which means if you're, if you are eligible, then then you can defer property tax, you can defer water and sewer and trash pickup fees and all of that, until you actually sell your house down the road. So there's, it's a whole program that helps um, seniors and others uh, be able to afford um, some of those costs, which which can be uh, very high for them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I thought it was a fantastic program. And again, um, 60, makes sense. 60 plus. Yeah. 60 plus. Yep. Um, Memorial Day is coming up. Not not anytime soon in May, but um, the parade is back. I got an email from right. Lily at the city. Yeah, asking I did. Any, too. Yeah, you did. What, what for? What did you get an email for? I don't know. I just said that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't get an email, but I read that somewhere. And I was just wondering where I was going to buy like inflatable plastic objects. Um and now I know. Now you know. I can, <laughs> now I know. You know where that guy comes down with the shopping cart full of all the plastic stuff? Oh, yeah. The horns. The, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was with Sam. I was afraid to have Tom keep going with that story. I'm like, I don't know where this is going to end. <laughs> so, so the thing that I love the Memorial Day Parade in Melrose, somebody said, if you blink, you'll miss it because it's super short. Well, it depending on where you are. And it, it goes by really quickly. It, it's festive. The first time we, a few times, there's like candy being thrown out. And it's a, it's a festive parade for Memorial Day. So I yeah. wonder if, how, if they're going to be tweaking some things um, this year so we can, because it does end at the cemetery. Like I, if we can uh, right. be more mindful of the, the, what the, the moment of the parade is. I love this parade. The last time um, Lincoln was in it, we um, had our banner and we had plastic Abraham Lincoln top hats that all the kids wore. Oh, fun. It was adorable. So I think we might do that again, but also being mindful that this is Memorial Day. Um, and then the other thing we read about is that you can, um, if you contribute to the, um, a memorial, you can honor veterans with personalized bricks. So I'll put that here too. And the, the information, and do you want to show yeah. that picture quickly? Um, I can do that. How about I put the info, you show the picture. Yeah, sure. So here's a picture of what, the, of what some of the bricks may look like. It's kind of a great idea it's white and red bricks that lay out as a flag and then you can purchase the brick have your name or have your family's name or other information assigned to that brick yeah it's one of those fundraisers awesome nice. i like that that was great nice, nice idea um and then if you want some things to do um and another way for to prepare for the show we looked at the melrose uh creative alliance website on the events page so you can head over there and see all the things Sign up. that are going on yeah wow all right. Quite a lot of good stuff. Yeah, it's good. We made All right. It through. So. All right. So a couple of things I want right, to ask. So. Tom, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 because mine no, is a whole discussion. Ahead. No, 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 please. Sorry. Well, mine is too. I was going to go into the the topic of the night, which was the. Are we going to get into the the, yes. the ding dong ditchers? Okay. All right. All right. You can op open the floor, Tom. This no, is no, no, a, no, we I'm, need some I, some room. I was asking the question. I hadn't heard about these ding dong ditchers, and so I'm curious to hear how you uh, all introduced it. 
okay. Sam's so, got the lowdown. Yeah. So at, at a at a fire pit last night, we it came up in conversation because on the moms of Melrose page, uh, well, first I read from a friend. There's a picture posted of minors on the moms of Melrose page, um, ask like asking parents if these are your kids, please tell them to stop ding dong ditching. Um, I, we have young kids. It's very disruptive. Some people are, are um, alleging there's a, a rock being thrown and a fence being broken. Uh -oh. uh, so that's kind of how the conversation started. And then it's got moved on to other, other activities of the youth of Melrose. But let's stick to the ding-donging for a minute. Okay. So Tom was, Catalina was conflicted, right? That's kind of where you landed. Um, no, well, I guess I see both sides of it. First of all, it's not really a big deal. Ding dong ditch is a, is a time honored tradition. Uh, right. and you want, I mean, you know, so for young kids to have a little sense of freedom and to get into a little bit of trouble, that's not a big deal is I think healthy and a welcome opportunity. At the same time, I could understand if somebody has had repeated attempts and has a situation at home that, you know, people are making uh, that we don't understand, a young baby, uh, somebody who's uh, elderly, kid, whatever, your situation could be stressful and maybe you don't need that, If it's particularly if it's repeated. So I didn't think, you know, if you got a ring doorbell and you caught people on your property ringing your bell, I would post that on Facebook. I don't think that, I don't see that's an issue if they're under 18 or whatever, like they shouldn't be there. At the same time, I also see that, you know, in most cases, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Like kids, kids are supposed to do a little bit of shenanigans. So, so let's back up because I, I want to make sure I heard you properly. You said if you caught uh -oh, them, oh, this is where I get into trouble. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just, I just want to hear because I'm, I'm curious about this, uh, this notion. So, if you saw kids, you would take a picture and post it on social media, or you would not. I, I oh, know. I'm not saying I would do that. I'm not saying oh, okay. I would do that. But I'm, I'm not saying like I don't think that's a cause for outrage. Having that done. So I yeah. would not do that. Yeah. Having that done, I don't think is, so, you know, you, so I, let's, I didn't even have one of these uh, fancy uh, newfangled robot doorbells. I got the, the thing, you push a button and electricity goes to a bell and it rings. That's how it works over here. But let's say I had a ring doorbell and it, and it had the camera and all of that. And, uh, you know, I got pictures of, of, I don't know, kids doing shenanigans. I think you can post that. They're on your property. They're doing something they're not supposed to do. I don't think that's a big deal because they're yeah. supposedly minors. I, um, I, I think it's a big that's, deal. I don't think. I, I mean, it was this particular page was is closed and it's right. a group Moms and it's meant to be like. So, but putting it out, I think anybody's face is um, without permission is, you know. So. Here's a, a a comment that the picture on the, on oh, the, the picture was apparently was not from the ring doorbell. So that's okay. additional information. The plot thickens, as they say. Um, I, a, yeah. I, I, I'm mixed, too. I'm not sure how I feel. I, I agree with Tom. Children's shenanigans, you know, there is it's an annoyance. It's not uh, something that's going to that's hurt somebody necessarily or, or um, cause an issue where others need to be involved to resolve something like it feels to me like children, middle school age kids or whatever acting like they're in middle school or whatever age they are. Um, but I also agree that I don't know how I feel about posting that on the social media page to kind of out them. 
and to say, if, if this is one of your kids, you know, basically what you're saying is, if this is one of your kids, do a better job of parenting them because they were annoying me in my family. So that's kind of, that's kind of weird to me that, that, that people would feel okay to do that. I don't know. How, then how, how, do you, how do you resolve this then, shampoo? What would you do? I think it's one of those situations where you, you don't look for resolution. You look for understanding. Oh, no. What you do is you wait every night by the front door <laughs> with a you. large pot of coffee. And the next time they ring it, you go out and go, <laughs> right before they come up to ring it. And you scare them off. Uh. Maybe. But again, you know, you're not going to change 12 year olds from being 12. Like that's just who they are. And if you want them to behave differently or want them to not be 12, it's going to be a hard, long road to get there. I, I personally not sure that I would be uh, that upset if somebody came and rang my bell and I got there and there's nobody there. Actually, so this happened, happened to be the other uh, neighbors. Um, so this happened to me two nights ago and I got there and there's nobody there. And then I find a, a little bag of candy on the on yes, my stoop. I and yeah. I open my door, I look out, and then I see like a whole bunch of the neighborhood girls who are of that same age, between six and uh, 10 or 11. And they're all hiding behind the wall. And they're like, you know, ah. so it was cute. I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I feel like uh, it's much ado about nothing, maybe. I'm, I can't tell. I don't know. To Gail's point, if it is, you know, if there is an elderly or, um, somebody who has a chance of falling if they get up, then you just want to be mindful. And somebody who has young children, like there's nothing worse than, than the doorbell, honestly. And then the right. dog barks and then the, this happens. So right. Um, right. I, right. I, it's an annoyance. Kids, I don't want to say kids will be kids because it, it, sometimes it, it does get taken too far. Um, the doorbell generally just annoys me, as does the phone ringing. So I'm not a good gauge of of that. But you could dis disable both of those objects. I do. I don't have a doorbell actually. I have the right. just a knocker. But mm. I think if I had if I had a picture of minors, I I would definitely not post it on social media. I would fight all urge. Um, but I would. Um, I don't know. I would. I would. And if I didn't know them, I would. I would try to. I would maybe reach out to some some folks somehow, somehow, to for some uh, community parenting. Um, so like it takes our little village here to raise all of our kids. So if you saw one of our neighborhood kids doing something, yeah, you would say something like that's what a community, right? That's what a community is. So, but again, this is, this is, so I, I think we discussed this maybe a month or so ago when I saw the two kids about the same age, maybe middle school, uh, two kids who had rolled a shopping carriage down the hill, uh, here where we live. And it went rolling down the hill and then smashed into the back of someone's parked car. So, yeah, that's different to me. Uh, you know, that's going to be th that costs money and the police get involved and someone's vandalized something. Um, whether it's a mistake or it's intentional was beside the point, I think. But again, I don't want to feel like we're we're calling children criminals because they're ringing a bell, making them feel like we Kids, have to get the police involved. They don't know it. it, it in many cases, if you give them the benefit of the doubt, they don't really know any better. They don't think about the consequences. They don't know what it's like to have a small child or to have difficulty answering yeah, sure. the door. Or They just don't think about the consequences because you just mm -hmm. don't when you're that age. And then you learn, and you might learn the hard way by the, you know, the uh, rolling down the hill, you know, whatever. And like, okay, now maybe this. So that would happen when, you know, when I was young and we were kids and you're out maybe with a bat and a ball and you break a neighbor's window. 
And then like, there's going to be a discussion and you're going to, you're going to realize you're going to, you know, your dad's going to fix the window and it's coming out of your allowance money. And like, that's how, that's how it works. But you, you don't really think about that in advance. You know, that's part of the learning process. So part of me likes the idea of kids having a little bit of freedom. It's very over managed these days. There's a lot of, there's no free time. There's no, we were talking about this too, school vacation. My kids are older now, but you know, for younger kids, a lot of parents feel like everything has to be sort of super programmed every minute of the day, but you also need some time to like stare at the wall and, you know, just have a box of chalk and go out in the driveway and color something. And and everybody has a personal outrage that they want to be heard about. And I feel like this is maybe another example of that. Like my outrage is this children ringing my bell and running away. And so therefore everybody else has to care about this too. And I feel like that's when things become really, really tr- uh, tricky and, and, and hard to navigate. Like social media allows for that to happen. Right. Right. Ah, so, so thank you for saying that. Cause it is the social media I think is, is a, a terrible platform for this yeah, yeah. because the, you, so the, the initial response is outrage. And then the reaction is I'm outraged that you posted the photo. And so everybody's right. outraged. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And the flip of that is you didn't care about my outrage and now I have to reestablish or reevaluate how I think about you as a friend. You weren't upset that the kids pushed my bell? Well, what's going on? So the whole thing is fraught and it, who knows what the answer is. Right. Now. And we're getting a question oh. about shopping carts again. Uh, what if there was a shopping cart? <laughs> right, Tom. Well, C or Tom okay. C? So now, all right. So this happened to me. Well, I don't know. This happened to me. I'll that, take the question. I'll yeah, feel the sure. question. Happen, uh, yeah. So uh, this was a lot of hubbub and it wasn't necessarily social media, but certainly a text thread in the neighborhood. There was talk of this shopping cart going down our very hill. And so, okay, whatever. I think I was at work that day, you know, whatever. And a couple days later, uh, I'm home and uh, there's the shopping cart halfway up the hill, like against the tree. And okay, I just put it in the back of my car and drove it back to Shaw's because it is a situation sort of you sort of something's going to happen. It's like uh, it's like in a play, Tom, right? You're like if there's a gun uh, over the right. fireplace I mean, in, in act one, it's going to go off before the yeah. plays. So you just get it out of there. Yeah. Uh, yeah so so what you do is you you uh, create the uh, environment and circumstances for youth to be successful and productive. Yes, there you go. There you go. I agree. Um, and also, if you see my kids doing anything that they shouldn't be doing, I grant you permission to call them out on it publicly. Well, All right. in person. <laughs> Social media. Not on the internet. <laughs> in person, please, if you don't mind. But I do. So I do want to hear more about your thoughts on that because you said. No social media for, for, for underage kids is what I assume you mean by that, right? Well, I think also if you have, uh, you know, there are times where people take a picture of the back of a person or the front of a person and they're like, this person uh, sped away. Here's their license plate. Yeah. Um, I don't know that social media, I mean, is the appropriate place for, for any of community policing. I'll put it that way. What? Oh, there was, um, uh, this was, this was social distancing back in the pandemic. You'd see posts about that. 
Yeah, these kids right. are over at the right. at the field, and they're not. That's not no proper social distancing. Yeah, I, I'm I'm always yelling out loud, muttering. Uh, maybe is the right word. The, the 25 mile an hour speed limit is not honored by all drivers in the city. So I'm offering offering um, often muttering about that, but I don't go posting on social media. But I do uh, verbalize it out, out to people. Whoever's around, sure. <laughs> I think you should, take, you should take that crossing guard job. I think you would, <laughs> oh my God. You would feel fulfilled. You would feel fulfilled. I have some angry, oh, angry 11-year-olds after listening to Tom all morning. Did you see that guy speeding down the road? All right. Well, I could use the, I bring the bullhorn down there. Oh, there you go. Yeah. We'll, we'll get the thing cleaned up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, my kids aren't quite, they're coming up to that age where they're going to cause mischief. So I don't really have... I don't have any experience or anything to add. Um, but um, I think there, there's some also some free time for kids and there's some conversations also on the internet, but no photos about um, some ruckus and vandalism behind the incarnate church on uh, up on, I think it is. Yep. Uh -huh, yeah. Over there. And broken beer bottles and loud noises and fireworks and just lots of kids being, uh, being active late in the evening and disturbing the neighbors. Yeah, and that's a lot of the times that's the older kids. You know, I've seen the high school or older kids, teenagers maybe. Um, we've seen it at, at Lincoln School too in, in the back area. There's been some <laughs> yep. empty beer cans, beer bottles, nips of alcohol. That too is, I mean, you know, that feels different to me. I would definitely want to address that. I would certainly say something to those people. Um, You'd go out and, and go right to the kids and say something? If I saw them drinking, I would. Okay. I would. I would. It's it's public property. It's city property. And that's not appropriate for, especially if they're underage, that's that's not appropriate to be doing that. Um, I always feel like if, if the police came and said, you can't do that, I'm going to take you in, or I'm going to arrest you, or else it's illegal, or else whatever, my feeling is I should say the same thing, <laughs> right? I should be the... The voice of, of well, what also, is right well, also, also, what would you want the police to do? So say police yeah. stumbled upon that situation. You want them to handle it with tact and care and understanding. So it's not like, oh, you broke the law, you're under arrest. You're also supposed to be like, hey, guys, this isn't, you know, you really think this is a good idea? Like, let's, you know, yeah. let's throw that stuff away and let's let's move along. Or, you know, maybe you, uh, you talk to the parents or whatever. But... The, the, I think the social media, I would agree with you, Sam, is I guess it's just really no, no good is really going to come out of that. You're magnifying yeah. like yeah. it seems like you're magnifying all the wrong things uh, when you get on that path. Yeah. So I I don't know where this falls in, but um, last year um, at Lincoln, there were kids would bust out of the building. It's the end of the day. And there were some that would have this uh, pretend fight club. Uh, but they would do it in the front lawn. A few, well, the one time I noticed in the front yard of the Lincoln, which is right on Wyoming, and there are gaggles of parents standing there. So, so the kids are pretending to fight. Well, yes, but like not just pretending. It was. It, well, that doesn't that that doesn't sound right to me. So right. anyway, so I, I can't, I'm, I'm trying to picture all these parents sitting around. Yeah, no, watching just, kids fight. That, that's hard uh, to remember. So I so I I'm that person. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the Tom Shampoo in the scene who has to say like, are you know, starting at the low level, like call, just yelling like, are you for real? Like, 
you see yeah. all these people standing here? Then they moved around where they thought we couldn't see. So eventually I went over there and I just said, like, this is a terrible idea. And then I did the, I know your mom, I know your mom, I know your mom. And I didn't know all their moms, but um, that was enough for me, for them to scurry on. And then they continued out of the, like, well into the baseball field. Right. Um, and then I did call one of the moms to tell her that um, right. <laughs> there's some scurrying happening. But I feel like I, I if, if you know the folks, it's a, it's a little bit easier I, to me. It's a hard conversation to have, but it's a little bit easier in, in the neighborhood. Like, but when you don't know them, um, and I, and I did, I did end up putting something, I didn't say who I just said, these are the things I'm witnessing. And if you, if you see, like, we're all a part of this community. So just be aware that there's, there's stuff that happens after school, not, and again, not that everyone's a parent and should be parenting other people's kids or whatever. But if it gets to the point where, for example, another time, some of the bigger kids were holding the exit door. So other kids couldn't get out of the building and we're all just standing around. And I'm like, can you just open the door so people can get out? Like, just, I think it's okay to make them, remind them to be mindful of their environment. Yeah. But again, the flip of that is kids don't have the brain power to make the best decisions all the time that's what growing up is all about your brain is still evolving right so i think expecting those things to never happen is going to be a little naive you know that it's going to happen those things are going to happen and again to me judge how much of an impact that has if kids are fighting they should stop if kids are holding a door closed and laughing about it for a couple of seconds maybe that's not the same thing i don't i'm not sure i wasn't there but you know one of the issues that I think we run into is that uh, every week in the newspaper, we can see what people are willing to call the police about. Mm. <laughs> and the police blogger tells you, <laughs> tells you a wide range of reasons that people call the police. It's one a wide just, range. I just read this weekend in the paper, someone called the police because someone's trunk was open on their car. And the police blogger said, police visited a house because a trunk was open on a car. I'm like, well, so why? <laughs> so who cares? But but people care. So people care. Yeah, people care about everything, and so that they just they just want to make it known. I, I, I think is part of the uh, problem we're running into. Again, same thing or similar thing maybe with the Facebook post or the social media post. Parent wants it to be known. I know who's doing this. I want you all to be outraged as well. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's how I interpret that situation. Facebook is also, though, a little bit like I'm mad at the world and everybody's got to hear yeah. my thing. And then yeah. the, then the other person's got to be mad back and it's not that productive. Yeah. But I guess you're yeah. right, Tom. It's the same thing, like whether you're calling, you know, should you go over there and close the trunk? Should you knock on the door? Should you call the police? What's uh, the right thing to do? Uh, What's going you know on, what I, Sam? You know what I'm mad at right now? Your crackly microphone. Your microphone. It's got all kinds of noise coming through. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, we are over time. Right, we are way over time. Here. I, think I think we knocked we it out of the park. Knocked it out of the park. <laughs> uh, I think so, too. I'm happy now? about that. Yes, we can. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I'm going to post on Facebook. Had a great show tonight. Good discussion. <laughs> and then we'll see what, what people clap <laughs> back with. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, well, whether, you, whether you're out for a real or fake fight, Uh, ringing doorbells or rolling carts down the hill. We will see you around town.
Oh, oh that's I also not working. Oh, there we go.